Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Where are my dress girls at? Need a dress for a wedding this summer, a vacation, or just a comfy dress to survive the heat in? Hill House Home has you covered with fashions that make you feel and look good. Hill House Home invented the viral nap dress, which has got the most flattering and comfy fit with their signature smocking. And all of their dresses are so versatile, you guys. You can wear the same dress you'd wear running to the grocery store during the day to a dinner party that night. Impress your coworkers with dresses that are perfect for the office, too. Also, Hill House Home has more than dresses. They've got amazing bedding with fun prints, super soft robes, and pajamas, swimwear, and shoes, too. Plus, they've got stuff for babies and kids if you want a matching moment or need a baby gift. You'll love the tiny robes, onesies, and PJs you can monogram. I always get my friends who just had babies. I get them Hill House Home gifts because everybody loves them and they are just so cute. Now you can get 15% off your order of $100 or more at hillhousehome.com with code TINKS15. That's code TINKS15, TINKS and the number 15 for 15% off your order at hillhousehome.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to It's Me Dinks Live, exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to answer all of your questions, so call me right now. Dial 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. Hi, guys. What's up? Happy Wednesday. I have Brian in the studio with me today. It was Bring Your Best Friend to Work Day. Now, I read an article recently and by that I mean I watched a TikTok um, that said there's two types of millennials. There's chaos millennials who like refuse to grow up, and then there's like millennials who um, have like gotten married and had kids. And the interesting thing about millennials is that we're actually still friends, the two types. And I was trying to think about which type Brian was. I, I actually don't know. I think she's somewhere in between chaos millennial and like the married one. But we are we are obviously best friends. The reason I brought that up is because. I'm 33 and so is Brian, but like, sorry to say that on air, you are. (laughs) Um, But I still get such a kick out of my friends doing work or them seeing my work. Like when, when one of my friends answers the phone to do a work call in front of me, I think it is the silliest thing on planet earth. I'm like, oh my God, like I can't believe that we we are we're doing it. We've got the 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 work emails. We have all this stuff to do. We're talking about bibbity bobbity boop. I have literally no idea what any of my friends' actual jobs are. And you get to a point where you just you can't ask because they're your best friends. And you're like, yeah, I mean, it's something to do with like finance and like you know numbers and computers and meetings. But you have absolutely no idea. But we thought it would be fun if she came to watch me at my work, which is a pretty cool job if you ask me. Okay, let's talk about the um, the reel that I, I put up about the call from last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago, about our lovely bride having, you know, this moral dilemma about her sister who has a baby and, you know, who is going to watch the baby during her wedding. And you know what? I'll say this. At least we had a lively conversation. Debate is not dead. Is it the type of debate that I, 
you know, is was it a was it a clean debate? As my uh, as my debate teacher used to say, no, it wasn't. There was a lot of name calling and a lot of mudslinging. Someone called me dumb because I didn't have a child. That was an interesting new one. But overall, you know, I'm really glad that we have this type of open debate. And I think it's important. And I, I am glad that we're having this type of conversation on the show. I just want us all to remember that we don't have to uh, we don't have to call each other names and we don't have to generalize. And it's, I think it struck such a chord because it's on a topic that we talk about a lot on this show, which is like child free women and mothers and like the way that they relate to one another and how stressful that can be. And I, I feel both sides feel misunderstood. And at the end of the day, you know what I was, when I was reading like through all the comments, I was like, Everybody just wants to be seen. Everybody just wants to be seen for for where they're at. And I think that not to sound so cheesy, and I'm not trying to tie it all up in a bow because there was a lot we could dig into in, on the comments of that reel. It's like you really do just have to put each other, put yourself in each other's shoes. Like you really, really do. So uh, that is where I will leave it. I, I might talk a little bit more about it on the pod on Friday because it was it was super interesting. But um, let's uh, take a caller. Are we going to Rebecca first? Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hi. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm on. I'm so glad you called. What's happening? Hi. Um. Okay. So um, I have a pretty large friend group from home. Okay. Um, and we all live in Boston, and we all live near each other in Boston. Okay. And one of my guy friends we've kind of had an on and off thing for the last like six years. Like everyone's always told me, Oh, he's in love with you, all this stuff. Okay. Um, we tried to date two years ago. He told me he wasn't ready. Okay. So then um, he reached out to me this July and was like, I've been dragging my feet. I've been such an asshole. Like, can I please make it up to you? Aww. Like let's date. So we've, I like was so happy. Like I, yeah. I knew we were supposed to be together. I literally have thought he was the one, all this Aww. stuff. And then we've been doing great. And then in December, I kind of felt like our connection was kind of being a little off. Okay. Um, and in January, he took me to a sporting event for Christmas. Cute. That was like my Christmas present. And afterwards, um, I kind of was like, hey, I feel like we've been off. Like, what's going on? And he told me he just doesn't feel like we have a physical connection. Mm, fuck. And sorry. I then we ended up talking afterwards, and he just didn't really give me a lot of closure and I kind of was just like, I don't understand. Like, we're friends. And basically, you just, like, treated me like crap until I said something. Oh. And also, after the fact, I had walked home at, like, 1230 at night in freezing cold for him to not make sure I got home and him to not reach out the next day. After, after the sporting event, so, you walked home in the cold? Yeah, because I, he was like, I don't feel like we have a physical connection. And I was like, what? Like, what are you even talking about? We've been hooking up for six years. Like, what do you even mean? Oh, and wow. you'd been hooking so up for the whole, whole he didn't make sure you've been hooking up for the whole six years like on and off just like not even dating but just like hooking up well that's that's honestly yeah. kind of a weird thing to say then because it's like well you liked it for six yeah, years like, so think, what's happening now yeah i i think he just freaked out and wanted a way out now yeah. it's his excuse because he had already used the i'm not ready excuse before right 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 mm, so, so tricky with i friends. think that was what he was yeah 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 and so I don't know. I just felt like the way he treated me towards the end was like I wasn't even a human. Like he didn't make sure I got home okay. Like no, that's we're supposed trash. to be friends at the end of the day. Like he should have cared. Of course. And so I kind of was like, don't reach out to me. Don't ask me what I'm doing on Saturday night. Like please leave me alone. Yeah. And but now I've kind of been a little MIA and skipping out on friend group things. And I just can't decide if like do I protect my peace and like wait until like I feel like I'm in a better place to be in my friend group or like not let him control my life and do what I want like that I, that's what I'm debating between I think it's you don't have to make a hard and fast rule for yourself I think you can really go mm -hmm. case by case so if there's you know one of your friend's birthdays and it's a really fun thing with everybody and it's a big group and you don't want to miss out on it go and don't let him you know as you said control your life but I do think that there is something to be said and I'm not saying this in a gamey way. Like, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in like, oh, there's winners and losers after you break up. But I do think there's something to be said for just taking a beat and like separating yourself from him because 
he is so intertwined with your friendship group and he did hurt you bad. That's the thing about yeah. hooking up with a friend is like it's high risk, uh, high reward. You know, if it works, it's amazing. But if it doesn't, it's so painful because, as you said, you've been hooking up on and off for six years. So for him to just bring this bullshit excuse and, and like, you know, not really give you anything and then treat you so badly after it's fucking painful. So I think mm-hmm. that there's something to be said for just like taking a beat and not disappearing for a while, but just having space. Because like, look, I'd be lying if I said I didn't want him to feel a little bad. I do want him to look around and say, you know, oh, where's Rebecca? Like, what's going on? You know, I, I do want him to look around and be like, oh, I, I did that. Like, you know, that's shitty of me. And I want all your friends to look around mm-hmm. and be like, wait, he acted like an asshole. And now our girl isn't here. We hate him. Not we hate him, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I don't think you have to like exile yourself. I don't think you have to miss anything that you're super amped on. But if it's just a like, oh, hey, we're going to the bars on Friday night and you're kind of met on it anyway, I would just skip it and just like, you know, go do something else. Go on a date from the apps. Go hang with another friend. Just like take a second so that you fully regain your composure and like, you know, have a little bit of time to heal before you have to be confronted with him again. Yeah, I think my biggest thing is, is at the end of February, our, one of our other guy friends is getting married. Oh, and wow. so we're going to be at this wedding together and his sister and parents will be there. <gasps> and I'm like, is that going to be so traumatizing for me? Like, that's the first time I see him is at this wedding. So I'm like, do I force myself to go to just one thing before the wedding? Because like, yeah. is that just going to be like way too much? Yeah, it's tough. Me personally, I'm not saying this is right, but me personally, I'm the type of dramatic bitch who would not go to anything and like work on myself and kind of go into hibernation and then come into the wedding looking like a million fucking bucks and be like, fuck you. Because you do gain strength when you don't see them. Like it's scary, but you Mm -hmm. also gain strength when you're not around them and you don't see them. And then you, you know, it goes one week, two weeks, three weeks. And then after that, you're kind of like, oh, like, it it really is out of sight, out of mind. Yes, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks when you see him, but you're also going to be looking fabulous at the wedding. You're going to have all your friends there. It's a joyous occasion where you all have something else to focus on apart from your drama with him. So you mm-hmm. you have to decide what's right for you. But I think either way, you just got to make it make it work for you, which it, it's it's completely a, a personal choice. Yeah, oh, it's so it's so hard because I have like my friend's thirtieth birthday, and I'm like I really mm. could skip it, but like, do I really want to like look back and be like, oh, I missed the thirtieth yeah. birthday? Definitely don't, definitely don't miss something that you want to go to. Let me put it that way: if you want to mm-hmm. go, definitely yeah. go. But if you're like whatever mm-hmm. on it, then then skip it. Like if it's your friend's birthday, go go, of course. But if it's yeah. anything else, just like leave it. Yeah. Yeah, I told my friends they have to help me pick out a dress because I have to look so good. <laughs> and you will. And you will. you got to pick a revenge dress, yeah. and it's going to look so hot. And, yeah, go to your friend's 30th birthday. Arrive a little late. Leave a little early. Just if he, if he comes over to talk, be like, smile and don't get into it. Just that's the that's the rule. Do not get into it. He's ha- taken enough of your time, and you just got to mm-hmm. cut it. Yeah, I think that's my other thing. I feel like he is going to try to talk to me, and I think I'm just going to be like, I literally asked for space, like, please go away. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay, okay, thank you. I've, I've just been battling back and forth because I've had a lot of my friends be like, don't let him control your life, but then I've also had friends be like, no, like, protect your peace, wait until you're ready. Boundaries like, are been, amazing. Been, like, boundaries are so important, mm-hmm. and you need to set your own boundaries, and, it, and sometimes it's trial and error to figure out where those boundaries are. And you have to figure it out. It's it's not one size fits all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I love you so much. Sending you so much strength. You're going to look great at the wedding. You're going to do great. I love you, okay? Oh, thank you. Love you too. Bye, babe. The hooking up with a friend thing, ugh. Look, it can work out. You can be friends again. It's just a treacherous long road to get there. She's going to be fine. Okay, let's speak to Jessica. Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for calling. What's going on? Um, I can't believe I got through. Okay, I'm so glad so... you did. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want to share my breakup story to validate that it's really messed up and make me feel better that I am moving on, but also yeah. need advice on how to move on because it's 
tricky. Okay, yeah, tell us. Um, so my boyfriend of four years broke up with me about three, four months ago. Ugh, and sorry. I will say it was definitely a blind side. Yeah. And making a very complicated and long story, which with time apart, I understand how it came to it. So I have the closure that I need. Um, he essentially has this best friend who our entire relationship has been incredibly rude to me. He has called me names to my face. What? I know now behind my back. He has yelled at me. He has told my boyfriend throughout our whole relationship that I wasn't a match for him, really making him feel insecure about our relationship. What the fuck does this and it friend, what constant... is his problem with you? What? I have my theories, <laughs> which probably aren't so kind, but um, but essentially he just isn't kind towards me. And I also recognize that my boyfriend never once stood up to him. That's but... her, by the way, sorry to interrupt you. That's horrendous. That in itself yes. is horrendous because your boyfriend partner should be your biggest defender. If you're not around, someone says something bad about your name, he is immediately out the door. He's saying, don't speak about my girlfriend like that. I'm leaving. Everybody out there should know that. Like your boyfriend should always defend you, always defend you, especially against his asshole friend. Sorry, go on. Yeah. So I know it's okay. I totally agree. And it was definitely like the main fight that we ever had and I think I let it go because our relationship was and I'm truly saying this so good when it was just the two of us it was just yeah. this one friend yeah and I was like you know what I only need to be nice to him when I see him the once a month we get together like right. you know we always play a part when we see certain people of course grin and bear so, it whatever yeah you were so like eventually here it'll is be the fine. Part. yeah yeah well here is the part that I'm sure you your staff's gonna freak out so three four months ago my boyfriend had lunch with this friend, and what I what I know now happened is that he had told the friend that he was going to propose to me in two weeks' time. Oh my! My God. parents have since told me that literally five days before he was showing pictures of the ring, my dream ring. He had the entire proposal planned. He was talking about how excited he was. Yeah. Um, and the friend gave him an ultimatum. What? And he said you have to choose her or me, and my boyfriend broke up with me. Oh. My fucking God. Oh, my God. I am actually, like, I am shaking. Like, that is the most insanely fucked up thing. Uh, like, uh, honestly, what the fuck? That's disturbing. And your boyfriend told you this? Well, so that, yeah, he came home. Or I had called him. I was like, how did lunch go? He was not okay. And I just, like, no... Like, when you're with someone for four years, you're know, yeah. living together. Yeah. So I rush home. I cancel my meetings for the rest of the day. And, like, he was not okay. Like, psychotic break worthy. Like, I was very scared for his well-being. I'm and so he told me sorry. this. I'm so and, sorry. And, I mean, also telling me I'm the love of his life. He doesn't know what to do. And that was Thursday. And by Sunday, he had moved out of our shared apartment. Oh, my God. And mind you like I knew about the proposal like oh it's just like God. my whole life just like fell apart before my eyes I'm so, so sorry I'm incredibly so sorry yeah. um so like that's the situation and I laugh because it's so crazy it's... um and it's easy to laugh and cry but yeah. that being said like I'm still dealing with like the fight between my head and my heart where my head is like I know this is so messed up like, and I don't want to be with someone like this, especially, like, if this is how you're going to treat me as a boyfriend, I don't want you as a fiancé, I don't want you as a husband, I don't want you no. as a father if you can't protect no. me yeah. or go through this. But, like, we were really good, and I guess, I get that. how yeah. do you <laughs> Wait, when did this happen? Through, uh, three and a half months ago. Yeah, it's still so fresh. I mean... I just want to validate you by saying this is one of the most unfair and frustrating stories that I've heard. However, I completely agree with you that you don't want to be with someone who doesn't choose you. And and it's just it's just it's so unfair because it kind of feels like the friend fucked everything up and they did, right? The friend fucked everything up. Mm -hmm. However, at the end of the day, the, and this is the painful thing, your boyfriend made the choice. And that yeah. shows that he's not 
your guy, which is a one-two punch of some of the most painful shit that I've ever heard of. Truly, truly awful, and I am so, so, so sorry, but ultimately, you're right. It's good that you know now because if this was friend, first of all, the, he should have nipped the, the nipped it in the bud uh, four years ago. The first time the friend said anything bad about mm-hmm. you, he should have said, hey, that's my new girlfriend. Don't speak about her that way. Otherwise, I'm going to not I'm going to walk away. That should have happened. The fact that the friend gave an ultimatum makes me think that the friend is an actual certifiable psychopath like what the fuck is wrong with this friend that's disturbing that they would meddle in their other friend's life that way and then thirdly you have the fact that he broke up with you because of this friend I mean it's deranged like it's so insane but look where are we now let's focus on going forward you have a lot to process and it's going to take a while but I know in my heart you are better off. I know it doesn't feel like it that way because I know you you had a good relationship with him. But my girl, you cannot be with someone who doesn't choose you, especially for a psychopathic friend. Yeah, no, and I know that. I think like I'll have those conversations. I think the thing is like you can know something that right for you, but like of course, he was you your best friend. Yeah, you, you lived you with him. Yeah, yeah, four years is. And it, a lifetime. That's such a long time to be with someone. I'm sure it's this. Is, it's just going to take a lot to unpack. Like, it's really going to take a lot to untangle this and to process. And of, like you said, just because we know something isn't right for us doesn't mean we still don't miss it and mourn it and yearn mm-hmm. for it and, and go over it and over it in our heads again because it was, like, so close to being right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, I will say I am doing everything to move forward. I'm moving into my new place next week. So proud um, of you. Good. I've already been on a date, <laughs> just getting out there, I'm trying so proud to give myself. Hope. Yeah. So, I'm. I know I'm doing all the right things. Just feeling like it's the right stuff is still the hard thing. Yeah. But I'm. Yeah. If any having you <laughs> validate that this is insane and like oh I'm gosh. doing the right. You're doing all the right things. You're doing all the right things. Just keep going day by day. And look, healing isn't linear. You'll have good days and bad days. You'll move two steps forward, one step back. But you are on the right path 100%. So glad you're moving into a new place to have new energy. I'm so, so, so glad you, you said that because that is going to really feel like a new era is starting for you. And that's so important. So I'm really, really glad about that. And just keep going. I hope you have a good therapist. I hope you have good friends and family support. And I hope you know how much more you deserve and how much more you are going to call into your life because this is not it. And I know it's painful. I know you loved him and probably still love him, but you will find love again with someone who chooses you automatically. Yeah, I'd love to call back when I find that person. (laughs) I would really love that as well. I really hope you do. I I really in my gut feel like it's not going to be too long. So just keep going, move into your new place, go on dates when you feel like it, and just keep moving one step at a time forward. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. I love you so much. Thanks for calling. And I look forward to the happy update call in the future. Okay. Love you too. Lots of love, babe. Bye. Wow. I would like to have a lunch meeting with the friend. I would like to have some stern words with that freaky friend. Uh, I'm going to take a super quick break, but I want to talk to all of you. If you're on the line, stay on the line. If you want to join the conversation, it's 844-305-ANDY. This is It's Me Tinks Live. I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So you guys... I actually love setting goals in therapy because it helps me to align and it helps me to really visualize what I want the outcome to be. I actually talked to my therapist about going to the gym. I was like, this is something that I really want to do, but I'm nervous. I have a lot of anxiety around, you know, failing and looking silly in the gym. And we talked it out and she's been keeping up with my progress in the gym and everything is just kind of flowing better because I'm able to talk about it in a safe space in therapy with my therapist who knows me so well and really helps me align on goals. 
Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is... Is a boost, all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy, stay focused. Feel the rain on your Welcome back to It's Me, Tinks Live, exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. I'm Tinks, and this is our weekly time to talk to each other, live, in real time. Um, if you live in New York, keep your ears peeled, your, you know, your ears open, because I'm cooking up something, a live thing, our first uh, community event that we're going to do uh, not too long away. So that was in English, but you get what I mean. I'm going to do a live event in New York, so keep uh, your ears peeled for that. Um, Last night we got, have you guys heard of this thing called gold belly? So essentially it's a way to get all your favorite foods from across America like shipped to you. They like figured it out with dry ice in the best way. And last night for Chloe's birthday, we got Joe's stone crab, which is it's in Miami. I actually weirdly think they have one in DC too. I don't know. But anyway, it's absolutely phenomenal. And if you remember, I went there in December with Ashley and Chloe and then we ended up because we were stupid and we didn't have a reservation and it was December in Miami. We waited for like two and a half hours, got so trashed waiting for our table and we didn't get to like really enjoy the crab. So we got it last night for Chloe's birthday. It was so good. It's actually crazy how well they packed it. Like I was marveled. I was, I was, yeah, I was marveled at how the dry ice and it was, it was honestly like we were there and I had to cook the crab cakes and I didn't fuck it up and I'm very proud of myself. Okay. Let's speak to Maggie. Hi, Maggie. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What's going on? I'm good. Um, So I just wanted to call in just because I'm kind of having a dilemma with one of my friends. So she and I have been, like, you know, really good friends for the last, like, 10 years. Okay. And I would say, like, the last... Like, every single boyfriend she has gotten, like, the last, like, five boyfriends, they've all been, like, the same, like, narcissistic, um, just emotionally taxes her to the point, like, where anytime, like, she hangs out with us, it just, like, it consumes the entire hangout. Yeah. So, normally with situations like that, you know, when it comes to guys especially, you know, the girl always kind of has to figure it out for herself. You know, I just don't want to put myself in a position where... She resents me and whatnot, but um, it's getting to the point where I'm concerned, like, just about this consistent pattern that she's always been on. So I just don't know if I should have a conversation with her or if I should just, like, chalk it up to, you know, like, fatal friend flaw theory, the one that you have, um, and just, like, accept, like, that's just how she is. Like, she just, you know... I, she has to come out of it on her own, so I just wanted to get your advice on that. I feel like, I think you know what I'm going to say, but I, I do really think you can nudge your friends and you can give them advice if they ask, but I do think that people have to come to things on their own terms and learn their own lessons, especially when it comes to dating. Yet you can tell her this and that, but ultimately I, I really do believe you have to get to a point where you're like, Oh, I've, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And that sounds like her dating pattern. So ultimately, you know, if she's entering into a new relationship, I don't know, like maybe you can try and catch it with a, in the early stages of a new guy, but it's not your job. Like your job is to be there for her as a friend, but 
yeah. I, I don't know. I think it, you get into really st- sketchy territory when you're trying to like teach your friends lessons all the time. You got to say, hey, I think you should get a therapist or, hey, how's therapy? Or right when she starts dating a new, new guy, you should be like, hmm, him not texting you back is really stressing you out. Like, are you sure that that makes you or how does that make you feel? But aside from that, you've got to let her go her own way, I, in my opinion, unless she brings it up with you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm normally around for like the early stages of these relationships and they're like, kind of alarming like the guy that she's currently seeing like he'll message her like when he's out with us or when she's out with us and just you know like freak her out with being like oh i can see you like oh turn around and stuff like that and just like it's freaky yeah it's kind of like that's bizarre you know it it, it makes me like question like her uh, like i don't know if she's going down a self-destructive path with these guys but i'm like how do you not see this but it just, I feel like it consumes, like, every time we hang out. And it's like, I want to be a good friend for her. But it's like, sometimes it can just be exhausting. And it, it hurts me to see her constantly put herself in those positions. And so in that case, it sounds like it's a fountains versus drains type of friend. Like, it sounds like this might be right. her fatal flaw. And it sounds like maybe you do want to spend less time with her. And by the way, that's okay. That's fully okay if you can't yeah. stand another three-hour dinner where she's talking about this guy who you told her three weeks ago was bad news, and now she's just like, you know, it, it's all you talk about. It's, again, your your job is to be her friend. Your job is not to be her therapist or her parent, and yeah. and you can only do so much, and it's it's sometimes it might be a healthy boundaries issue. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I just kind of need to... I mean, you know, be her friend at the end of the day, but kind of know where my limits are. And, you like, have to I know where your you know, limits are. Exactly, her, exactly, so. exactly. Be her friend up to a point and then say, it, you know, this is not, I have to set this boundary. Okay. Thank you so much, Tink. Thank this you really for helped. being really a good friend. Your You're a your, good friend. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Set those boundaries. Lots of love. Bye, babe. Now people got to learn their own lessons. Oh, we're going to another Maggie. It's Maggie Day. Hi, Maggie. How are you? Hey, things. How are you? I'm good. What's happening? What's going on? So I just want to say I have a couple of babysitters that come and watch my kids, and I've given your book to three of my babysitters oh my who are college-aged. You're and so I sweet. Say, I wish I was in college. I had a tank. So... I hope my babysitters actually read my book. And (laughs) thank you, I appreciate that. So here's the deal: I am 34. Okay. I've got two kids, and so two weekends ago, my husband and I went out to dinner with a group of friends. Mm -hmm. Super fun, whatever. End of the night, my husband and I got into an argument, like. Most marriages do. Like, not, it wasn't anything, like, significant or whatever. Right. So, he ends up staying, like, at the friend's house. Again, it was just, like, a mere, like, convenience to just stay there. It wasn't, like, a big fight. Right. I get home, and I was, like, blackout, and apparently I freaking called my neighbor who is going through a divorce, and I was, like hey, you want to come over for a drink? Oh, my God. And he was like, I know. He goes, uh, no, and hung up the phone. Okay. And I hang up. The next morning, I was like, I'm like, what is my fucking problem? Like, I I tried, like, stepping back, being like, okay, what was the purpose of that? Like, deep down, like, there was a reason, like, why you called. Like, what was, like, the overall, like, reason behind this phone call i love my husband i've never cheated on him we've had such a fantastic marriage we have great kids like i don't even think it was a mere like i wanted to do i don't know so i like called one of my best friends and i'm like okay so what do i do do i just like reach out to the neighbor and be like oh hey i'm so sorry like that's super awkward let's just sweep that under the brut like or do i just let it go i mean clearly he was like "Uh, no which thank god right and what'd your friend say so because we're like 34 32 34 he's 34 i'm 32 we're like okay 
like in our 20s, we would be like, holy shit, like that hang anxiety, text him, make this like 10 times worse. So we both were like, you made a stupid decision. Just let it be. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't, you, you haven't spoken to your neighbor since? No. I. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to make. Clearly, he was like, what? And, like, caught off guard, too. So I'm like, do I just continue to let it go? But the thing is, is his kids, like, sometimes come over and, like, help my kids out with, like, little things. Like, he's got a daughter that will, like, come over and, like, play with my girls. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is a tricky one. So you, you want to know whether you should text your neighbor or not and be like, hey, I was super, I was super. By the way, does your husband know that um, that you called just out of interest? No, he doesn't. Okay. And is your neighbor and your and your husband friends? Like, is there any way that he could find out? I just don't want your husband getting the wrong idea, you know, whatever, whatever. Just, I don't know. Does, is it Right. So I, like, already thought that through, and I was like, they aren't friends. I mean, they, like, I saw a text message that the neighbor sent to my husband, like, something about the garbage man. Like, oh, hey, do you, it was, like, something dumb, like, did the garbage man come this week or something stupid? So I felt like he was going to, like, they have no, they're not friends, but, like, right. they know each other. But I feel like if the neighbor was going to say something, he would have already. He would have said it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's so it's just if you want to say something. Oh, that's a tricky one. And then I'm like, do I just let it go? And then if I see him in passing, do I like make something up? Like, yeah, I think I was like sleeping when I called you. Like, I literally don't remember. But I just. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that's what you do. I don't I don't think we want anything in writing. I think that if you see him, you know, he comes over to drop his kids, you see him out in, you know, on your street, you say, "Oh my god, I took a new sleeping pill the other week. I called a bunch of people and I think you were one of them. I swear I was on another planet and laugh and laugh. It's okay to tell a little white lie in this case, okay? Just say that. And, you know, say, oh, I took crazy Unisom sleeping pill. And I was, like, talking. I called all these people. So embarrassing. And laugh. And just, that's it. That's it. Because he has no fucking idea. And clearly, he doesn't want to make a big deal of it either. Otherwise, he would have done it. So you can just tell a little white lie and never think about it again. It is totally fine to do that. Right. And, like, I'm sure your listeners are going to be like, what a terrible person, but girl, like, you're I not. Some, I, you're not I'm human, and you're human. It's like people make stupid mistakes, and this is a stupid mistake. And I am like, you're not you know? a horrible person. You, you, you literally probably wanted to have a drink with him. Like, there's nothing nefarious about this. I am strongly of the camp, and I always have been, that sometimes people get wasted and they make dumb mistakes. I've done it. Everybody does it. You're a human being. You feel awful. You're stressed out. You're a great mom. Like you said, you have a great uh, marriage. There's nothing. We we don't. Not everything is like a big deal. Not everything is a huge moral issue. This is just a funny drunken mistake. And that's how we're going to handle it. And that's it. And nobody's judging you. And if they are, they're really judging themselves. Right. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Don't stress. Don't stress. You've already probably beaten yourself up enough. Just if, if you see him in passing, mention it. If you don't, forget it. It, it. it won't be a big deal. I really don't think so. Well, thank you so much, Tanks. And truthfully, I am just like so happy for what you do for this younger generation thank of you. girls. It, thank you. I just know when I was in college, it was it was rough. I yeah, had was, no I no one to go to, That's, and, like, you're just, you're a good influence on a lot of these girls, so thank you. I appreciate what you do. That's so kind. Thank you so much, and thank you for calling, and don't beat yourself up anymore. I love you tons, okay? Thanks for calling. Bye, babe. Oh, yeah, I mean... I, I, I really do believe in the drunken, stupid mistake. It happens. And, and we beat ourselves up so much already that when those things happen, I kind of am just like, 
you know what? We got to just get on with it. It's no big deal. Sometimes when you're drinking, you just want to keep drinking and you're like, oh, who is the closest person who, who could keep I could keep drinking with? That's you know what happens. I'm lucky that I usually just send a few really embarrassing drunk texts and then pass out after that. But, you know, whatever. Everybody's got their thing. So. All right. We are going to talk to Alexandra. Hi, Alexandra. How are you? Hello. Oh, my gosh. Yay. I'm so happy I'm on. I'm so happy to talk with you. Likewise. How are you? I am good. Um, I have a question for you just about navigating in-laws who are, I would say, like, needy slash demanding of me and my husband's time. Oh, God. Okay. Tell me. Okay. So the background is... Um, a couple of years ago, my, my husband's parents are like quite a bit older. Okay. He, he's like eight years older than me. Um, and they're not in great health. Mm. Um, my parents are like super healthy and yeah. active mm-hmm. and quite a bit younger. So that's sort of like the dynamic there. Got it. Um, and his dad got really sick and ended up being in the hospital for nine months. Um, which was obviously really hard on yeah. my husband and his, like his siblings and his family. Of course. And so his mom has just been like pretty drained, I think, by everything. I think everyone kind of has, but um, my family has like a vacation home in Florida. Um, I'm from Canada, and um, hey, Canada. so we were like, "Hey, <laughs> coffee, Chris." <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we were, like, upselling, oh, you guys should come and just, yeah. like, relax and chill and, like, get get on the beach and, like, just kind of zone out and, like, read a book, right. basically. Yeah. And so he, the dad wasn't, like, comfortable with getting on a plane, but the mom was like, I need to GTFO, yeah. so I'm going to do that. And then she ended up booking her own um, trip there, which is sort of where she also has a bunch of friends um, in the same place where my parents have their place as well. Okay. Um, and so my husband and I had like separately organized a trip that sort of overlapped timing wise to the, like we were going to stay at my parents' place. Right. And before we go, I am now like eight months pregnant, by the way. Oh my so gosh. Congrats. Before we, yeah, yay. <laughs> Babies. Um, and so, so before we, we like go on this trip. Um, I noticed she starts sending me emails like, where should we go for dinner? What should we be doing? And so I'm giving her suggestions, but at the same time, I'm like, babe, like we're not, we're not your mother's like entertainment for the week. Like we had coordinated this trip, my, just my husband and I, and she sort of happened to overlap there. But obviously I want to spend time with her and see her, but on the trip, what ended up happening was, was like every day she would call my husband and be like, what are we doing today? I want to do this. Mm. Like, I want to do that. And mm. she was like, you know, <laughs> can't use her phone well, was like getting yeah. lost with directions. And so we ended up having to like talk with her about all, you know, like helping her ease anxiety about getting to places and um, took her out for dinner most of the time. And I kind of, I don't know, like, I sort of went nuts (laughs) and was like, did your mom not realize that this is, like, the last trip that you and I have as a couple She crashed your baby moon. Yeah, she crashed your baby moon. Yeah, like, yeah, like, what the frick? And so, and also the fact that she didn't really um, acknowledge that maybe we would need, like, a night to go on a date, just us without her, or maybe we'd want to go, like, you know, do our own thing during the day. We also both work. And so we're, you know, taking work calls and stuff like that. But now I think that I am having a baby soon. I'm like, is this going to just, how do I sort of navigate these boundaries going forward? And also like, am I not like, was like, am I being too unreasonable to, to think that like no no we should have had time on our own i don't know no i think let me ask you this have you felt these problems before like in nor- normally when you're at home and they're at home do you feel that they're overbearing and needy i'm talking about maybe before the illness of of his of your husband's father have these issues yeah yeah, been, yeah. and like yeah 
totally. And she's also like, what I find troubling with her, like she's a lovely person, but like she can be very manipulative to okay. my husband yeah. in, in like guilting him. Like I haven't seen, like, you know, he's over there like multiple times a week spending time with them. I'm, I don't do that with my parents, but like we have a different dynamic. They just have I, one of those, this, like, yeah. Guilt. Also, mothers yeah. and sons, man. Mothers and sons. That's it. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I think I think it's a little bit of both. Like it sounds like they do have a one of those super tight relationships, and she kind of does, you know, know what she's doing in some senses. Because I I don't know. I'm torn. I from what you said about her being older and being you know helpless and with the phone, and also being obviously upset about her husband's deteriorate, deteriorating health. I was like, oh, she's you know not doing it on purpose. But then to hear you say that they do have that like you know super close relationship and she's kind of manipulative, it's like a little bit of both. And look, I think that you know yeah. she didn't on purpose crash your baby moon, but she crashed your baby moon, and and that's frustrating. And you wanted to have a special time with your husband before your baby arrives, and and that's really frustrating for you. And you know you took time for the trip, and you wanted to relax, and you're about to have a baby, like you wanted to relax and chill. So. I don't think that it's like black and white in this in this scenario, but I do think that, you know, as you welcome your first baby, you want to have boundaries clearly set in your head and, you you know, you should feel comfortable communicating those to your husband and you have to take care of you. And listen, you sound like a lovely person. It was you who suggested that she take a vacation to your parents' house. Clearly, you care about your in-laws. Clearly, you are a big help as a daughter-in-law. So... I wouldn't worry about being evil to them. Just make sure you set the boundaries, you know, when it comes to the baby and stuff, because then you really do have a lot on your plate, like a lot, a lot. So you don't want to be, you know, caught again in a situation where you think you're going to have a relaxing afternoon and then all of a sudden your in-laws arrive and you're like, okay, well now I have to like show you the baby and deal with all this stuff. So, you know, I, I think that you're a fair person from what I'm hearing. So just make sure that you are setting boundaries up front and, and really listening to yourself go forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's helpful. I, we such fun. Yeah. The adulting <laughs> like serious, serious adulting, but you're, oh you're, a, you're a good person. Just, just, you know, you got to take care of yourself and your baby and, and you, you guys first, and then you can help your in-laws and you do. You know, you do. You're you're a good daughter-in-law. So so just, you know, and make sure you you p- plan out the trip schedule for the Florida house. Go forward, because otherwise you're going to have visitors yeah. for the rest of time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's a no. That's a no. <laughs> OK, thanks. Con- congratulations. So excited for you on this next chapter. And um, thank you for calling. You're a good daughter-in-law. Don't ever thanks forget so it. Much. <laughs> Okay, that's nice to hear. Bye, babe. Okay, guys, we're going to take a super quick break, but I'm going to be taking more of your calls right after this. So if you're on the line, stay on the line. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop. And you know, this girl loves efficiency, right? So my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place. What a relief, right? And I know about Zola because I bought so many gifts on registries via Zola. And I just love how easy it is to send gifts, keep everything organized. Everything is like done for you. And we absolutely love that. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. 
With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Welcome back to Ace Live on Channel 102, Radio Andy. If you want to join the conversation, it's 844-305-ANDY. You can still call me. I can't wait for all the comments on the, the real clip of that last call saying, Why would anyone call Tinks about in-laws? Tinks doesn't have in-laws. Which was a big theme of the comments on the last one. You're right. I don't have in-laws. You're absolutely fucking right. Um, okay, let us speak to Maya. How are you, Maya? What's going on? Hi, this is so cool. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for calling. What's happening? Okay, I will try and make it quick. But okay. basically, yesterday, you responded to um, my asking anything that was like, if you're broken up with and like want to send a letter. If oh, my it's, God. Like, pulled the rug out. Yes, that was yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to give, like, a little bit of backstory to that okay. and then see what you had to say about it. Okay. So my boyfriend and I have been together for three years. He's from another country. Okay. And we met when I was living there. So met, and then I went to grad school back in the U.S. for a year. Okay. And we did long distance, and everything was fine. And then he was like, I will move to the U.S. with you if you do one more year in my country. And I was like, no problem. I can do that. I move a lot for my job. And so yeah. it was, like, kind of easy. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, I will do this for a year. The end of the year comes. He's like, 100% yes, wherever you go. Like, you are my home. We're doing this together. Okay. Um, gave me no hesitation whatsoever. Quit his job. We're looking for apartments. Um, and then the day that we're supposed to move, he was like, I can't come with you because I know I won't want to raise a family outside of my home country. And I don't what? see why anybody needs to be outside of their comfort zone. And after I, you did the year, after you did the year yeah, there. I, yeah. And Dude. like the entire time, I, oh I was God. like, are you sure that you can do it? Like, are, are, are we 100% on the same page? And he would be like, I have no idea. Like, if you have any anxiety, I don't know where that's coming from. Like, we're a team. We make decisions that's together. Insane. That's so fucked insane. up. Yeah. So literally was together for three years. He was just like, yeah, I'm not coming. And I haven't heard from him since. And it's been like months. So and just so on that I day when on. you broke up, like you just left and you moved to your new location and he just no. you never spoke to um, him I went, I went home for a little bit because I was like obviously yeah devastated. obviously you're devastated yeah yeah and yeah so then I recalibrated I actually moved to New York instead of I where I was supposed that. to you talked about it so highly yes and I was like between you and Pia Barancini I was like I, I gotta I gotta do it oh I um, love that yeah, so I'm loving it I started therapy like I've been so dating I've been doing all the you. things but I'm like I have, and during the breakup, I was 
so nice to him because I was so shocked by it all that I was like, yeah. I'm never going to see this person that I love. So, you know, you're like looking at them and you're like, I'm never going to see that like ear again. Like you, yeah. you just can't believe it. Yeah. And so I was super nice during the breakup, but I had so many, like so much anger and hurt about what happened. Oh girl, write that letter. Yeah, write that letter. It. Now that I have this context, you write him the most insane letter of all time you fucking get it out there you need to i will edit it for you okay i will copy edit it for you You can send it to me i swear to god i will wordsmith this shit so that it cuts his soul okay now that i know this oh we are going to destroy this motherfucker with our words okay destroy okay i've written it already and it's six pages and i'm like good i don't i don't want to like hurt him but i want to i want to be like i do i don't want to be like fuck you i want to be like ouch you know what i mean it honestly do you feel better now that you've written it like isn't don't you already feel just yes, like yes. so like you got the poison out of your body like it's honestly 80 yes. percent of it you could send it or yes. you could not send it it i do think that in this case now that i have the context i i feel like look breaking up with someone isn't illegal but betraying mm-hmm. someone that you claim to love for a year of their mm-hmm. adult life is really, really gross to me. That's really, really gross, yeah. and that's cruel. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what I say. And so I've written it, and it feels really good to have it, like, out of my body, but I feel like it's like the thousand-pound letter like I'm just carrying around with me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, like, I think he thinks that everything's fine. He's just like, oh, too bad that didn't work out. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? I was like waiting around in your country to for you to be ready, and then Send I'm like, it. like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. Send it. Like you have to because clearly he's delusional. If he's said the thing about the like, I don't think anyone should live outside of their comfort zone. It's like that's not the point. You lied. Yeah. Like you straight up lied to the person yeah. you're in a relationship with. You need to send it, and you'll feel better. And please call back if he okay. responds. Okay, please. Okay, I will. I will for sure. Thank you. This makes me feel so much better. I I think it was just like, it's fine if you don't want to do that. Just don't lie to somebody for three years. Of course. Just be honest about where you are, where you're at. Like, that's all... That, that's what a relationship is, is being honest. You know, he should have said, yeah. I have no idea. Like, I, I want to be with you, but I don't want to move. I don't know if I'll ever want to move. Yeah. It's that fucking yeah, simple. And I, and I don't think I would tell anybody else to write a letter. Just like, I, I probably wouldn't tell myself to write a letter, but like just the fact that it all happened and it was over. And I'm I literally, I'm like, did I even have a great, like, have a relationship? Yeah, like, what, what? I'm sure like, it was like a fever dream because you left and you had no, yeah. like, it's insane. Send it. It's insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Let us know if he writes back. You're very strong. You're very, very brave. And I hope New York City is treating you so right with all thank the magic. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Tink. Call us back later. Okay. Love you. Bye. Um, that's deranged people like that. I want him to read the letter and I want him to cry. And I don't care if that's vindictive. I want that guy to know that he is cruel and mean. You can't lie to the people that you love. That's absolutely insane. All right, you guys, that is our show. If you're in Aspen this weekend, two chances to see me DJ. First of all, Friday at the Jade Room, no tickets necessary. It's just door discretion. And then Saturday, we're opening for Bob Moses at the Snow Lodge. And that one you do need a ticket for. So come to one, come to both. It's going to be such a party. I literally can't wait to be there. And I can't wait to DJ. Um, also, when I was saying send it, it you know what it was reminding me of? Name them. Name them, which is like the best Real Housewives thing that we've gotten in like, I mean, now we have receipts, timelines. There's been a lot of good Real Housewives-ish lately. I still need to recap part three. Did you guys watch it? I will talk about that on the pod. Okay. Um, I love you all so much. I will be back here on Friday. And don't forget, you can always send me an email. It's me, Tinks, at SiriusXM.com. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, until Friday. Bye. I just want to get lost tonight dance with you. I just want to get way too high. Let's set the You're my fantasy, yeah. I don't want to fall to sleep, yeah. There's nothing in this world I'd rather do. I, I want to get numb and forget where I'm from. 
Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming, and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.